Welcome to Shock 'em Dead Podcast, episode 14. Switching it up a little bit. We are? Yeah. About what? Topics. Oh, yeah. Today we're going to be talking about our time at Maryland Death Fest. Our time, like we served time. Yeah. At times it felt like that. Yeah. But we you'll see why. I don't mean like it was a <laughs> sentence. It was it was awesome. Yes, we went to Maryland Death Fest 18. And we've both wanted to go, as far as I know, you... Uh, ever since I first found out about it. Yeah. When I was a teenager. Same here. It was like right when... Um, I think it was on like a, a forum post or something I saw in school back when I couldn't get the internet at home. And I was like, oh, wow. Because I don't think they really had that many metal fests like that over in the States back then. Mm-mm. Well, they still don't, really. Yeah. <sighs> Europe. Getting all the good shit. And uh, this year, I guess if uh, 2020 and 2021 didn't get canceled, this would have been the 20th year. That I, you, you could tell they just put so much into it. And I bet it takes... I mean, that's a life decision right there to put on this festival, and they sure did an awesome job. I know they had to do some changes, but that was not their fault, and they handled everything very well. Yeah. And the staff was it was very nice. Mm-hmm. And, the uh, one called me a cutie. I was like, okay. No. That lady? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Usually people think I'm like weird, so it's a change yeah. of pace. You had your eyebrows and you didn't look like an alien. <laughs> yeah, I got that going for me, don't I? <laughs> All right, well, we were excited to go to this one because we had seen the tickets go on sale as soon as they did. And I'm very glad that I got, well, we both decided to, but I was the one that got the four-day passes for both of us because they went very quickly, mm-hmm. obviously. if I mean, if you know what I'm talking about, if you know the festival I'm talking about, you know those tickets went super quick. And um, we got that, and our buddies, best bud, I've known Lauren, I probably mentioned her on the podcast, if you've listened before, I've known Lauren since I was like 12 or 13, met on YouTube, oddly enough, and we've been friends ever since, and she got me into a lot of, uh, like, death metal, because I was into thrash, she was into death metal, Uh, she came with us, and her husband Joe, who's also our buddy. Well, they met us there. Yes. Uh, we went there with Scott, Kelly, and Jeremy. Yeah, Scott's also awesome, good friend. Mm-hmm. And Kelly and Jeremy, we hadn't talked too much, but we liked them. They're, it, was, it was good to hang out with them. And it was nice of them to, to take our asses there. Mm-hmm. Good good guys, for sure. Very funny. And yeah. that, that was a long-ass car ride. But what I was going to say was Lauren booked the room. Like a year in advance. So we stayed with her. And then we stayed with Scott on the last night. But. it was, I was already excited. Because we were going to be hanging out. With like good friends. Hadn't seen Lauren and Joe for five years. And it was. It was awesome. But oh getting there. It's an 11 hour drive. You, you know when you first get in the car. And you're like, this is going to be a long drive, but it doesn't sink in until like an hour later when you yeah. realize you're not even out of the state, and you're like, and we, and we, well, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and we left at 
what, like 8 o'clock at night? Yes. It wasn't dark yet, and I'm still not used to it not getting dark. What is this shit? It's 8 o'clock. Shut off the lights. Yeah, so uh, she got, uh, she sat by the window. We went in Kelly's van. I didn't do this on purpose. You make me sound like, ha ha. <laughs> no. Fuck well, you. She sat by the window, and Scott sat in the seat behind us, so he had the window to lay on. And I'm just sitting there <laughs> having to sit upright, nothing to like lean forward onto, and no window to lean on. So I'm just sitting there trying to. Yeah, he, he ended up leaning on me. And we took turns. It was like, for anybody that was listening, that noise meant like, he laid down, I laid down, he laid down, I laid down. So it was like a weird, I don't know, switch, switcheroo. But on the way, on the way back, Scott sat in front of us, and then we sat behind, and I could lean on the seat in front of. Yeah, me. that worked out way better because even when I wanted to go to sleep and lean forward, because it's my preferred way of sleeping. In like a car or something. I didn't have room. It wasn't their fault though. That's just how the van is. That's Worked out better on the way back, but oh boy, I drive up there. It never gets bad until you get to like. And we'd only had two hours of sleep before, before the trip. That was fun, and I didn't sleep much in the van. I know I said I slept, but it was that kind of sleep where you're like. Asleep, awake, asleep, awake. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. Especially when you're going to a festival because I don't know why, but I thought that everything started on Friday. So I was like, oh, okay, we have a day to rest. No. Nope. Pre-show is Thursday. And I was like, I remember looking at the list of bands because they have it listed on uh, the Maryland Death Fest site. And I was like, yeah, what? Well, the original plan was we were going to leave really early Wednesday morning. And get there and Wednesday night and sleep overnight and then be there for the fest. Where would we have slept? Scott was going to get another room. Oh, okay. I was like, holy shit, I would not have slept in that van in Maryland in a parking lot. Baltimore, more specifically. Baltimore. There might be nice places in Maryland, but Baltimore is not fucking one of them. That was terrible. Don't listen to Prince Charming Chaz. <laughs> Be more, because I know you all have. Be more is not in the, his house. Be more is left. He's <laughs> in the hospital because he got syphilis or something. All so, right, so down to the main events. We made notes. Yeah, we made. I, I wrote scritch and cratch. Scritching? Scritching cratch? He's got scratch. the chicken crotch over there. <laughs> chicken crotch. <laughs> Thursday. All right, so we went over the 11-hour drive. So when we got there... Uh, we found a what we thought was going to be a place to park. Yeah, it was right near Ram's Head. Even though Ram's Head, now that I think of it, was not anywhere near there. Yeah. Wait, no, yeah, it was right next to... Ram like the back? The back of Ram's Head? Yeah. Okay, well, all that, right. Actually, where we were going in is the back. It was actually the front of Ram's Head. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, All but right. place where we shouldn't have been parked, and uh, this dude comes walking up to us. <laughs> us meaning? Well. Jeremy and Kelly and me, Aaron, and Scott were like, no, I'm good. We and we went over the other side of the van, and I was like, I don't, I don't, I'm too tired for this shit. Uh, Kelly's talking to the guy, and they're having a good old chat, and, and then finally. I kept making awkward eye contact with the guy. I was like, why does this always happen? And then the, the guy walks away. 
And uh, uh, Kelly's like, oh, he's a homicide detective. It's like, that's, welcome to Baltimore. <laughs> you know, the first thing we saw when we came into Baltimore was some guy with a sign at a stoplight. And I was like, yeah, this is, yeah, this is great. But, uh, yeah, this homicide detective uh, tells Kelly that he lo- he loves the uh, Maryland Death Fest because crime rates go down because all the criminals are afraid of all the metalheads. <laughs> I was like, you know what? For all the people who think I'm a weirdo and scary... You wouldn't mug me, would you? Would you, motherfucker? You wouldn't. No. Not with an army of other weirdos. No, yeah. We, it was like droves of people. Uh, if you was, wanted to mug them. It was crazy, like, just, like, walking down the street, and instead of just seeing a bunch of random people, you see, like, a dude in a King Diamond shirt. or It's pretty awesome. <laughs> or a dude with a leather vest covered in spikes and patches. It was great. It really was. And there were some obnoxious people, but there's always going to be obnoxious people. But, yeah. like, the first person we saw, Scott was like, look, it's one of us. And it was some guy with a scream bloody gore back patch and a, and a patched vest. I will say I felt insignificant with my vest. Because I got a bunch of pins on it. Because <coughs> I can't find patches that will fit my baby vest. But I saw girls that were just as small as me. And I was like, where in the hell? Did you get your patches and your vests? What are you talking about, like the back patches? I meant in general, like they had back patches that fit and they had well, jackets the, that fit. Back patches look cut off. I wasn't looking that hard. I just realized that they had that. And I was like, what the hell? That girl's like smaller than me. There was a girl that was so small. So small. When we were watching, um, what was it? It was like emulation or something. I was like, are you in fifth grade? <laughs> Holy shit. All right, so we we get to Baltimore. We meet the homicide detective, and then he tells us where to park, sort of. So we go over there, and then after a, a few minutes, we fi- finally get the van parked. And uh, Kelly and Jeremy take a nap. Which I assume sucked, because they were probably exhausted. Yeah, cause and, the, and there was, what did Jeremy say? There's five... H-P-O hobos per hour? Yeah. He was like, that parking garage, it was right next to Edison Lot, too, and I didn't see Edison Lot. Like, they had it blocked off, like, the fence, so you couldn't see. And I was thinking, like, how is this going to go with it being right next to the parking garage? Like, it was right across the street from the parking garage where there's a ton of well, hobos. It wasn't a parking garage. It was like a like parking lot under the overpass. Yeah, I don't know why I said garage. It was an area for parking that hobos were in. But, I mean, it would have been pretty hard for them to get into the to Edison lawn. Yeah, there's security and whatnot. Uh, so the, they're taking a nap because they didn't get to sleep on the ride, obviously. They were driving. Uh, so us and Scott go wandering around the city. Looking for food. Yeah, looking for food and looking for uh, the other venues. And we go to Crazy John's. That shit was good. It confused me how it was laid out, though. Yeah, I got a cheesesteak, and you got... I got some good-ass chicken strips, which I forget they call chicken fingers or chicken tenders on the East Coast. Like, when I was... When I lived in New Jersey, when I was younger, it was always chicken chicken fingers. Not not chicken strips, but they were, they were good. And I got fries. Chicken cocks. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my cheesesteak was not uh, an authentic. It wasn't big enough. No. First of all. Yeah, uh, it, it was still good, but it wasn't no Philly or New Jersey cheesesteak. Oh, you know how you get a Philly and or Jersey cheesesteak is when it's like this big and it's yes. packed with meat. Like they take out some of the bun to fit in more meat mm-hmm. and they chop in like they have those two spatula things, which I wish so bad that I had in one of those grills because they chop up the meat and then they toss it together with the onions and the cheese and and they don't use no fucking. They usually use cheese whiz or some alternative. <coughs> and then they cut out the bread and they scoop it in there. And the bun's toasted and it's kind of greasy because of the meat. I miss cheesesteaks. Uh, yeah, but this one was just like the dude went to Walmart and got the frozen little thing of meat and he put it on there. And so then... what I do, pretty much. Yeah. And it's still good though. Yeah. And Scott got like a big ass cheeseburger yeah and the uh it was weird though because you walk in and on the right is where you order your food and there's the grills and stuff behind the long counter and then there's a long counter behind that one with desserts that nobody was you know manning i guess or whatever and then the counter stopped and in the back there's a seating area and we sat up against the wall but there was a lottery ticket machine behind me yeah so when i was eating i just kept hearing bong and some ladies using it with a kid in a stroller, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And then somebody else came up. I was like, I'm trying to enjoy my damn chicken strips. Welcome to Baltimore. Stop. Yep. And, uh, like, somebody got locked in the bathroom or something. I don't know. Because some guy came up to me. He was like, you know if they came out of the bathroom? I was like, man, I'm, I got my face in this basket of chicken strips, so I haven't been paying attention. What I said was, oh. That was weird. And the bathroom is weird. It's like you go through a door and then there are two other doors. But you need to unlock the first door. I don't know. Crazy John's was decent, though. And he was crazy. No, we didn't. Well, I guess at one point he was because there were cops outside of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John so, took it too seriously. So, he clubbed a baby seal. So after we left Crazy John's, we found our way over at the venue. And uh, <laughs> we were coming around the corner and we heard, yeah. What in the world? (laughs) I was like, what is happening? And then this large train of small children come around the corner at us because right next to the venue is... It's a children's museum. Yeah, children's museum. What is this? Is this this the opening act? No, the real opening act was a construction (laughs) site and some... Dude yelling at the cops in a skin-tight leopard print shirt about how some dude smelled like fish in 7-Eleven. He was yelling at a handicapped guy in a wheelchair telling him he smelled like fish. And there was like jackhammers going on in the background, sounding like grindcore. Because <laughs> me and you and Scott were saying it would sound like a grindcore band, and Scott was like, this is pretty good. And he was like, there's a singer. <laughs> And I don't know why any of us didn't film that. Because the dude looked fucking crazy. <laughs> and if he looked like if you accidentally made eye contact with him, he would have ran up to you like Wolverine or something. Been like, what the fuck you looking at? I really didn't want that. Well, yeah, so the cops show up and then he's like yelling at the cops. And they're just staring at him because in Baltimore, they're probably like, I've seen worse. Because the... The homicide detective said if we went past 
Edison Lot. Edison Lot. That's where murder happens. And we were like, oh, all right, put log that away. Uh, yeah, well, well, murder happened even where we were, but we'll get yeah. to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Just like rainbow swipe. <laughs> so we're we're standing in line. We just got the, the opening act. Yeah, and it was a long-ass line. And we had been waiting there for hours, but we didn't realize that the line was yeah. way over past like where the entrance was for Edison Lot Power Plant. Baltimore Soundstage. Well, Edison Lot was not there. You mean? Ram's I was Head. like, I remembered all the names. Nope, I didn't. <laughs> no. Rams Head. Soundstage. Soundstage and Power Plant Live. Yes, but, but it was the entrance. So we're standing in line, and uh, they start say, telling everybody to get their driver's licenses out because you need that to get your wristband because you have to sign a waiver. Well, guess who forgot their ID in the van? Wasn't him. Nope. Wasn't him. It was me. I pointed to a stuffed penguin. It definitely wasn't him. (laughs) So I had, we had, like, they got theirs first. And the lady was really nice because she was like, well, it wasn't your fault. Yeah, I was like, well, it was. So I'm going to go get my ID. We had to walk back to the parking garage. Or why do I keep saying that? Parking lot. Parking lot. <clears throat> Where we ended up parking. And I got my ID. And it was all good. I got my vest and my ID. And then we walked all the way back. And then we had to walk all the way back again. Because then I got my wristband, signed the waiver, went back. Then we got an Uber to the hotel. And then we went to the hotel and then they left, and then we waited for Lauren and Joe to get to the hotel because they stayed at the same one that we did. And then they got there, and it was awesome to see them, even though we were exhausted and aggravated because it was such a long day. And then we headed over to... To see uh, Primitive Man. Yeah, because we, we hung out in the, the hotel room for a little bit because we needed to sit down. Yeah. That day on my phone it said I walked 22,000 steps. I walked a lot of fucking walking. Like twenty six thousand or something like that. How's that work? You got them long legs. I don't know. Walk across town with three steps. <laughs> yeah. So well, we we watched Primitive Man because Joe really likes <clears throat> really likes them. Good for him. Uh, not my thing. No, I was not about to say that. That that dude was happy. Yeah. He was like, good for you. Yeah, I'm glad Joe liked them. Or likes them and liked seeing them. Yeah. After that was... Uh, Cause, uh, and plus I was really, really, really tired. Yes. And while, I, like while we were standing there, I was just dozing off. Just, <laughs> I It didn't get better, no. our tiredness level, because I'm not skipping ahead. I'm just saying what happened. I started to fall asleep during deicide. I was tired. I was very tired. I was looking forward to deicide so much. Back to this. So after Primitive Man, we saw Rotravor. I don't remember that. I was so tired. <laughs> I was just like, there's another band coming on. Yeah, we were up. Uh, we went up on the balcony. And oh, we... yeah, I got some drinks. Yeah. Some very expensive drinks. 
It wasn't the people's fault who put this on, but the prices of the food and the drinks I know were the main complaint of this festival because it was outrageous. You know how much it was for one beer? Uh, $12. Well, 8 to $12, depending on the brand. We got Budweiser. Budweiser. No, it was $12. It was $8. It was 24 On, the, on I looked on that, the bank account. That was our food. Remember the listen. Okay, the, the crappy, beer was expensive. The crappy pretzel thing in the pizza. Oh my god, that was twenty four dollars. Okay, it said cheese steak. <clears throat> yeah, not a pretzel. He was like, "Your cheese steak pretzel coming up." I was like, "Excuse me, what, what came now? out of your mouth?" Excuse me. I think I ate it. I don't remember how it was because I was so tired and I was so hungry. And it sucks because you are starving and they know it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get that money from you. I also got me and Lauren, uh, like the fuzzy navel. I don't fucking know what it was called. Some blue drink because it had blue carousel in it, or however you say it. And we were like, yes, yeah. But uh, we watched Rotrevor, and then for uh, like five minutes. No, we were there longer than five minutes. Don't remember what they sounded like. <laughs> Apparently it was sold out for him. I don't know. It was like a picture of the... It was in the Maryland Death Fest group, and it was a dude pointing to sold out, and I was like, nice. Don't remember well, you. Remember the uh, the leads were like way louder than everything else and didn't fit? <laughs> well, after Rochefort, we went and watched Skeletal Remains. I remember that, because I was, I was looking forward to seeing them, because I like Skeletal Remains. They were fucking good. Mm-hmm. They, they were awesome. And uh, and we got uh, two other cassettes. After people pushing in front of us in line. Yeah. I don't know what it is with everyone not knowing how lines work. So we got uh, Beyond the Flesh and The Entombment of Chaos. Entombment of Chaos is the one I listen to. Yeah, that's the most. Her, what, most recent album? Yeah. And then the Beyond the Flesh is their first album. I, I do like both, though. And the, I felt bad for the bassist. He was still very sweaty. And he was trying to get everything ready because Lauren was like, you guys are awesome. He's like, thank you. What was it that you wanted? I was like, this guy needs to sit down. This poor fellow. He looked like he was younger than us. Yeah. And then uh, while Skeletal Remains was going on, uh, Will Raymer of Mortician decided. <laughs> if anyone's seen that video, if you haven't, <laughs> please look up. Will Raymer gets kicked out of soundstage because I watched it like 10 times. Yeah, he. He's he supposed to swap my oh. hand away. <laughs> but uh, he, he, he got in an argument with somebody and At a, for no reason. It's like somebody went to say hi to him and he's like, "What'd you fucking say, bro?" Well, that was that was there was a reason, but I can't remember what oh. it was. And, uh, Reasons. So they they kick him out of soundstage, and he's drunk off his ass. And they were like, "You have to go on stage." Like there was the security guard being like, "Get out of here!" And he was like, And then somebody else came up and was like, "You need to go. You you're going on stage in like 15 minutes." And he was like, "I don't know Will Raymer. I don't really care for Mortician. I thought that was hilarious. So best thing he's done." Yeah. <laughs> So after Skeletal Remains, we're walking over, and we catch a little bit of Mortician. And yeah, I mean, I... Because Skeletal Remains and Mortician overlapped a little bit, so we missed the beginning. I'm sure they're... 
Uh, they sound better with real drums. Yeah. They didn't sound bad, but I didn't really know them, and I was really, really tired, and I was like, I'm going to call it a day. But we didn't, because we went. Did you want to add anything else about seeing Mortician for a few minutes? No. The venues, I want to explain really quickly. Everything that was near Ramshead, it was, you you walk past the fountain, and then you go up, and there's several restaurants and bars, which I thought was pretty nice, and there was like a little seating area near the bathrooms in the back, which I also thought was nice, because we hung out there for a while waiting to get our our wristbands the first day. And they were playing fucking Slipknot. I was like... No, they weren't. They were playing something over the speakers. Uh, it, was it was stupid. Uh, Listen, I disturbed. don't remember the exact... It was disturbed. Okay, it was some shit. But it was like they were like, oh, I know this crowd, and then looked on Spotify for, like, metal... Yeah. And that's what happened. But I was explaining where the venues were. Do you want to? No. Okay. It was Ram's Head. And then it was... Now I forget. Power plant? The outside one? Okay. Uh, if there's a map right here, Ram's Head is right here. And then power plant is right next to it. That's the outside one. And then sound stage is down here with the balls. <laughs> and then Edison Lot's way up here. Yes, and it, I guess it would be going this way because then the fountain would be here and all the hobos are right here. Well, the the, the fountain's right here in the middle. <sighs> and then I thought it was near the front gate. What? How did they get in? Who? Like the people selling roses and stuff. And there were 7-Eleven. That was outside. Oh. The the fountain wasn't in the place. There was a 7-Eleven, which was probably the cheapest way you could get food. Yeah. So uh, after we go in and uh, we find our place where we want to stand for Acid Witch, we watch the Acid Witch. I will always see Acid Witch. Mm-hmm. They're always great. And they, they had a witch throwing out candy, and he would have gotten... The bucket. But some girl did. And uh, I sure thought... sure she's I, taking a selfie with it. I, I thought about, like, elbowing her in the back of the head and taking it, but... <laughs> Probably would have knocked her the fuck out. Your elbow's like half of her body. Uh, well, I did get a little piece of candy. I don't know where I put it. It's on the counter in the kitchen. Oh, it's on the counter in the kitchen. Hopefully the cat didn't bat it somewhere. And, uh... I bought uh, Stoned on vinyl because we didn't have it. We have it on CD and cassette, but I never got it on vinyl for whatever reason. And then I got this patch that I ironed onto my jacket, but it fell off. Yeah, I washed it and it fell off. Yep. But they, uh, we got to play, not on the same day, but we we played the festival Blood of the Wolf with Acid Witch. I thought that was pretty awesome because mm-hmm. we got to see Acid Witch. And we got to see that old man dancing. Yes. Yes. Do we have we have a video of that, don't we? Yeah, it's on the computer. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. But Slasher Dave always puts on a great show. They had the mm-hmm. witch there. They're always on point with their playing. It was great. They always have a stage set up. Wonder. I liked how they had the little Halloween gate at Blood of the Wolf. Yeah. It's cool. And... Uh, why don't you show what came in the record, too? Which I thought was really 
Cool. Uh, it came with a record. That doesn't matter. On black vinyl, because that's oh. the only color that matters. I'm so happy. I'm so fucking tired of tie-dye vinyl shit. But, uh, it came with, uh, whoops. It came with a poster. A white piece of paper that you could color on. Really cool. A poster. poster. I have that shirt. Even though it's all stretched out. Like, why isn't it? Oh. <laughs> the priest looks like. <laughs> and then it also came with this, like. Ooh, I like the the gatefold action you got going on there too. This uh, Halloween decoration, cool thing. Yeah, like the old cheesy Halloween decorations. Back I think in you the got day. a little bit of a glare on there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> It's nice quality, too. Like, where did they get that printed? And then the uh, the gatefold is them sitting in a corner with a bunch of... The gate is in the gatefold. And <laughs> the gate, too, is on our wall. It's not there anymore. I was looking up. <laughs> great album. Great band. Seem like cool guys. Always good to see them live. Yes. Well, they are cool guys if they make this music and like all the movies that they like. Yeah. I just don't know them. Fans of the podcast? No, they're not. Probably don't even know what it is. They wouldn't want to listen to me. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. I've forgotten more about horror movies than you'll ever know. I'm sh I'm sure that both of yeah. Slasher Dave and Shag Rat, absolutely. <clears throat> And then after we watched Acid Witch, we watched Frizzy. Acid Witch again. <laughs> we watched uh, Frizzy to Fulci. Not very long. We wanted to stay, but... Uh, we were, like, dead. I, Lauren said that I was going to look for her at the bleachers because the, the seating in um, Ram's Head, it was a really nice venue. There were plenty. There's plenty standing room down there. Like in front of the stage, but you go upstairs and there's a balcony on all sides. And in the back of the balcony are bleachers and you still have a really good view. And she was sitting on the bleachers and I messaged her, where are you? And she said the bleachers. And she said I, when I was walking over, I looked like a zombie. And I remember plopping down and just being like, Ugh. it sounded like Glenn Benton in between sets. It's <laughs> great. So we just got well, like. Two or three songs by Frizzy Default. That old guy was so happy. It was the guy that, that composed the music, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, no. no it, I thought it was. The keyboardist? Old man? Yeah. Italian guess, dude? Yeah. He was like, you are fucking great. I was like, oh, he did a curse? <laughs> but, uh, oh, and uh, when I was uh, in line with Joe getting the Acid Witch merch, uh, the... Uh, the guy from Rotrevor gave me a sticker, but I gave that to Scott. Oh, he did? Yeah. He's like, uh, here, have a sticker for your weight. Like, for oh. not your merch? Yeah. Okay. 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 On behalf of Acid Witch, thank you for your band <laughs> sticker. So, 
that was uh, day one. We went back to the hotel and I don't even remember what happened. Did we eat? No. Did we? Uh, we uh, we went to Seven Eleven. Did I get anything? The hot dogs weren't ready, but I had that cheese cheese steak, and you had the two slices of pizza. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we ate, and we yeah. just went back to the hotel and passed out. out. And the next morning, we woke up, and let me tell you something. It was like the best hotel breakfast I ever had. They had like little omelet taco looking things that had the cheese inside and then they had like chopped up sausage or kibasi or something it was very good and i got a bagel with cream cheese i probably ate way too much but yeah. i didn't eat much the rest of the day so and i got a waffle yeah we're, we're getting a waffle maker <laughs> so uh, we also uh, that morning we went to the aquarium Yes, and there were children. Uh, we got to see sharks. We got to see turtles. And children. We got to see a dead fish floating in the bay. <laughs> yeah, and somebody sitting in like a yeah. the, the admission thing for the submarine. <laughs> yeah, there's a submarine that you could pay extra to go. You got to put that picture here. <laughs> and the dead fish. Oh, yeah. Well, the, I already put the dead fish there. Oh, he saw him to the future. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Lauren got to see eels because she really wanted to see the eels. And we got to see puffins. Yeah. But there was stupid kids there. If you're watching, I'm staring into your soul. I hate you. And you know what? It's not even kids. It's the parents. Because if I, if we had kids for some reason and they ran in front of someone looking when there's a bunch of windows to look into a fish. I would take that kid and, and go. <laughs> no more children. See? Problem solved. I was going to say, realistically, oh, we would never do that to our kid because our kid wouldn't be an idiot. No. But I'd be like, hey, what are you doing? Don't. That's rude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to ruin your time. Please enjoy the fish you want to see that you paid to fucking see. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't cheap. No, it wasn't. And it was underwhelming, is all I'm going to say. Baltimore Aquarium. They don't have penguins. They have puffins. And they aren't penguins because the girls behind me were like, Oh, look at the penguins. I got to touch a penguin. I was like, they're fucking puffins. They're two totally different birds. Don't insult them. And they were like, look at Tim dancing. It's <laughs> like, I wish everyone were dead. Stop. It's a little drastic, but good Lord. It was like every time I stopped to look at something, kids appeared or directly you, in front of me. Or you got crop dusted in the gift shop. There was this kid that ran up. I think they could smell my hatred for children. This little boy straight up ran up to me, made direct eye contact as if to assert his dominance. And just went, <laughs> and could, and just looked at me, and I was like, "Yep." And he then he ran away. I was like, oh, "Got something from the gift shop." <laughs> Everything else is too expensive. I got a fart out of a little kid. How much does that cost? We're gonna get billed in the mail later. <laughs> yeah. It's like they took still shots. <laughs> and then we were 
hungry, so we went to the cafe. And then we didn't go to the cafe. <laughs> so then we went to... Uh, Steak Shake or some shit? No. What was it called? Shake Shack. Yeah, Shake Shack. Shake Shack. It was good. enjoyed it. Uh, what did, what I, did get? I get? What did I get? We liked it. Oh, I got a burger. <laughs> well, what did I get? Chicken? Did you get chicken? I think so. <clears throat> I think he did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got the chicken. Yeah, the burger was good. And I got a Coke or something. It was expensive. It wasn't It wasn't nearly as bad as the aquarium, and it smelled like stinky old fish there, and there were children everywhere. We should have went to IHOP. Apparently, that's the best food ever. Well, we would have been there at the same time. <laughs> <coughs> really? Mm-hmm. I thought that was Friday. What? It was Friday. Oh. Yeah? They got their Saturday. Oh. Oh, well. Necrophobic uh, went to I, IHOP. That's a children's book. Necrophobic goes to IHOP. But uh, while we were at the aquarium, unfortunately, a, a kid uh, decided to commit suicide. It sucks. There's a uh, GoFundMe for his funeral expenses. His name was Axel. Axel Markle. Yeah. Apparently a nice kid. It sucks. And I, I feel bad for his family and anyone that had to see that. <coughs> That's terrible. But rest in peace to him. Yeah. And then uh, after that, we went to the Edison lot for the first time. There was a line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, some hobo <laughs> eating Doritos came up and... <laughs> Ask me and Joe. It was through the mesh. First, he was he was saying something to me and Lauren, but I was like, "Don't make eye contact. No, don't do it." So me and me and Joe were, uh, like walked up, and he's like, "Say, how long is the line?" But he's he ducked under so you could actually see him, and all I saw was this dude with a mouthful of Doritos asking how long the line was. And I was like, uh, "It goes all the way back and around the corner," and he's like, "Oh, okay." I think he said, "Holy shit!" Yeah, and then and then we were like, "Who's that guy?" So we we get in, we get in there, and uh, graveyard was playing while we were in line. Yeah, they said I wish I could have seen them because they sounded like Benediction. They sounded really good. And I got to check them out. Uh oh, and I really really had to crap when we were standing in line. <laughs> Everyone needs to know. Oh. Yeah, but that's we were all thoughts and prayers. We were <laughs> we were in the line for like an hour, and then and he had to use. I had to use the porta potties. And the festival had just started, and that porta potty was already like the one I went into was already destroyed. <laughs> so I did the hold yourself over and hope for the best. Oh no! And there wasn't any toilet paper in there. Luckily, uh, he saved the napkins from Shake Shack. Yeah. So the napkins helped him clean up during the meal, and then <laughs> after the meal. <laughs> So after I crap, uh, we uh, we caught massacre. Just like what happened in the porta potties. Yeah, massacre was good. I'm not like super into them, but they yeah, they good. were good. And uh, and then after that, we uh, we saw that that dirty yeah. elbow eating Doritos <laughs> got up on stage because it was 
Kelly Schaefer yep. from Atheist. And well, I turned around to Lauren. I was like, that's the fucking Doritos guy. And she was like, you have got to be kidding me. Because Lauren and I love Atheist. And I know you, you really like Atheist too. But that was like our jam when we were teenagers. Like I would go outside at night and listen to Unquestionable Presence and then talk to Lauren on the phone. That was our jam. And the dude eating Doritos. <laughs> we were just like, it's I don't know, no eye contact. Great job. Atheist was awesome. Mm-hmm. They fucking killed it. It was awesome. And later on, we saw the bassist, and I said, hey, you guys are awesome. And he seemed really happy. And he's like, you guys are awesome. And he shook my hand, and I was like, okay. And he had very, <coughs> very, very curly hair. Yes. And Sean Killian was standing there. Just well, like, we're getting ahead of ourselves okay. here. <clears throat> Sorry. So after Atheist, we saw Monstrosity. Mm. Also, Atheist played a lot of stuff off Unquestionable Presence and Peace of Time. Yeah. Outstanding. I mean, there was... I, I was so happy that they played um, Your Life's Retribution. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I, before they played it, I turned to Lauren and I was like, if they play that... I'll be set. And she was like, I would love to hear uh, Incantation. They didn't play that. But, you know, they can't play the whole album, even though that would have been amazing. But they were great. And they all... Uh, Kelly still sounds great. Mm-hmm. Good warm-up routine, maybe. Just pound down some Doritos. You know that microphone's had Dorito breath on it, too. <laughs> <laughs> And then the guy from Suffocation had to use it afterwards. Suffocation. Well, like like you said, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, monstrosity. Yeah, um, I, I do really like Monstrosity, but I think we had to sit down because I felt like I was going to die. Yeah. Well, at that point? Cause no, we were looking at merch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we forgot to bring cash. Yeah, fun. And every ATM in the city was empty or broken. Weird. It's like there's 4,000 people trying to use it or something. <laughs> so, uh, what m- little merch we didn't get was paid for by Lauren and Joe, and we paid them back. Yeah. So, it's, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> After monstrosity. Yeah, then we caught suffocation. They were awesome. It was, uh, they were so good. Scott said that that was one of the bands that has consistently been good every time he's seen them. And he's seen several lineup changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were sitting down for them, but we were watching from the side. That was a pretty good view, because you could see the drummer. And he was fucking nuts. It was great. And the, <laughs> excuse me, the views you got... Of, like, people freaking out in other bands watching and the drummer. It was a good view. Not many people were watching. Did you realize that? Yeah. Most of them were talking because they had friends. <laughs> so, uh, then we caught Demolition Hammer. One of the highlights of the festival along with Atheist. For sure. For all, for all of us. Because mm-hmm. I know Scott really wanted to see Double Mission Hammer too. They were awesome. Mm-hmm. Still sounded exactly the same. 
vocalist was great. I never learned their names. I know the drummer passed away in long ago from fish. Yeah, he's allergic or something. No, it was that fish that if you don't cook it exactly right. Why would you take a chance? Just eat some Taco Bell. At least then you'll just get explosive diarrhea for a few hours. Not explosive stomach. That sucks, though. But they were... They were really great. Mm-hmm. And they played... I was like, if they play Infectious Hospital Waste and 44 Caliber Brain Surgery and set, you know what they did? They did just that. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. It was great. And, uh... What was your favorite song that they played? 44 Caliber Brain Surgery. Oh, yeah. Everyone I could never know. say that right because I try... Like, in my head, I say it like how he says it in the song. 44 Caliber Brain Surgery. Yeah. When I when I first met you, I used to feel like Demolition Hammer. I think that's what you said, and I was like, "This guy's pretty, pretty cool." <laughs> uh, then we were supposed to see uh, Obituary and Carcass, but they got moved. Yeah, because it was raining. Where was Carcass supposed to be? Edison Lot on the big stage. Yeah, it needed to. It needed to be there. Yeah. Oh my God. So. Uh, since that we, is the moment we got COVID. They they didn't know about that yet. They just wondered why I was coughing so much. <laughs> I'm sorry, we cut it out. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You already said it now. We got COVID. I didn't know it was a secret. <laughs> I feel like a narcoleptic 80-year-old man. So uh, we didn't we didn't get the bus pass, so we had to walk back to the other venue we didn't know about the bus until yeah until it was too late so uh well we uh we missed obituary because that is such especially if you're tired and you have to walk in baltimore at you know late at night that's just not a good idea yeah but we did uh we knew we were going to miss obituary and we We've seen them before. And we didn't really care if we missed violence or not. So we went back to the hotel for a few minutes and ate. Wasn't that when we got Wawa? Or was that the next Yes, day? yes, because it was earlier in the night and Scott was like, what in the fuck is Wawa? He was like, it's what I called water when I was like three. Yeah. Uh, so then after we ate and got all rested up a little bit, we went and we watched Carcass. I'm glad we did. Yes. Because, oh man, I was so tired. And there were so many people there. That's when my phone notified me that it was like, you probably have COVID. Yeah. And I was like, well, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I guess it popped up and then I swiped it away. And then like a few minutes later, it popped up again. I swiped it away. (sighs) Oh, well. So, carcass was amazing, like usual. If I could see. It seemed like everyone that was taller than me stood in front of me. So most people? Yes. And I was trying to get up on the... uh, There was like some steps to the sides. No dice. No. It was packed. At one point, I thought I was just going to have a panic attack and go into the fetal position because it was just like... It felt like I was a sardine. Oh, yeah. It was not okay. Like, at one point, I actually said to myself, I gotta get out of here while Carcass is on. I was like, this is not good. 
I'm gonna die. But it didn't. The carcass was awesome. They played, you know, mostly. I don't know. They they played like what one or two songs off the newest album. Yeah. They didn't play anything off of the last album. Which... Yeah, because they open. You they usually open with 1984. Yeah, but they didn't this time. Or 1985, you mean? Yeah, 1984's David Bowie. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. I bet you Bill, Bill would want to do that. I bet you Bill likes David Bowie. I'd say they all do. I'm sure they do. I don't know about that drummer guy. Scott's buddy. <laughs> he fucking hates him. But, uh, yeah, they played, you know, stuff from Heartwork, stuff from... Uh, the first album, uh, I, I already forgot which song they played off the first time. It was like the first time they played it in years. I'd, I was too busy trying not to collapse. Oh. I do remember uh, they always play Incarnated Solvent Abuse. Because mm-hmm. once you hear that sound clip, you're like, yes. And they uh, played uh, Keep Rotting in the... Keep on Rotting. Yeah. Free World. Keep on riding in the free world. They're great. And then um, Jeff was like, we're going to play one more. And then <laughs> yeah, someone walked up to Bill and then Bill walked over to him. And, he's like, and then Jeff was like, guess we're not. And then just left. <laughs> yeah. It's they... like, all right, goodbye. And then we waited around. And they never came out. Mm-hmm. But we saw Sean Killian. He was the... just standing there, but I was like. I don't want to be that person. It's like, hey, what's up? Can I get a picture with you? If somebody did, but I'm sure they really liked violence, which I understand. Good for you. But I liked them a lot when I was a teenager, and I just kind of got out of them. So uh, I was like... I never liked them, because I could never get into his weird voice. Uh, understandable. Because, like, the guitars will be, like, hitting, like, say, this note, and then his voice is, like, going all over the place. <laughs> Not the note it needs to be, and he sounds like a five-year-old that's pissed off. <laughs> Aren't you friends with him? Look on Facebook. He added me. I didn't add him. He might have, what if he was like, that's my buddy. <laughs> Happy birthday, man. Remember me? Remember me? <laughs> Apparently he's a nice guy. Luna told me he's a nice guy, and I was like, well. Well. Oh, well. We'll see him next time. Well, stay tuned for the third fuck-up. <laughs> uh, so that was... See, uh, after that, we uh, uh, we were going to see Ghoul, but we were just like... Uh-uh. Too tired. I'm not the biggest Ghoul fan anyway. We've seen him. We saw him with Carcass a few years ago. I don't think I cared. I was like, yep, waiting for Carcass. Because somebody kept pushing me, and I forget who it was. Because uh, we saw him with... Uh, Wasn't it Crowbar? Yeah, Crowbar. And, uh, yeah, because we caught Crowbar, and I remember the guy was like, who's here to see Crowbar? And, and he looked over at us, and we were just like... I mean, Crowbar's okay. Yeah, but we, we, we didn't raise our hands. But afterwards, he was like, I really like your Angelwood shirt. And I was like, I kind of feel bad. And he shook my hand. Should have been or like... it was like a handshake hug kind of thing. Oh, damn, went in for the full... <laughs> Angel Witch is great. It does yeah. warrant a hug. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Friday. And uh, Saturday 
uh, we went to uh, Five Below and a shoe store. Yeah, because Lauren <clears throat> needed shoes, like, badly. I felt yeah. bad for her. But she got some nice shoes, and there was a Five Below, and I was like, what is that? And we went in there, and there was candy. And then we spent too much money on the candy. Not was, really. Uh, no. No. It was cheap candy. Yeah, it was, like, ten cents for a piece of candy. Because it was the kind where you could fill up the bag. It was in the honor system, too. Because you went to, it was like self-checkout registered, and you just put in how many pieces of 10-cent candy you got. I was like, I'm going to tell the truth, but I couldn't have. Yeah. So, uh, we went there. Oh, real quick. Japanese candy. Got <coughs> Japanese milk candy, and it was so good. And I want some more. It was like the little star package. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so good. It was like the best chocolate I've ever had. Did you like it? Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, after that, we scared our Uber driver. <laughs> yeah. the way On the way there, we got an Uber driver, and he didn't say a word, and I was like, you're fine with me? Even though he looked like he wanted us out of that car. And the dude on the way back, he was like, so what are you guys up to? I was like, oh, great. Here we fucking go. But he was all right. He's all right. Yeah. Well, he kind of freaked us out because he told us in the five months he was driving that he saw three shootings and he was pretty sure most of them were dead. And it was all on the street that we had to walk to to get to our hotel. Yep. With all the the hookers and the titty bars and the strip clubs. And the porn stores. Yep. And the, hey, amps, amps, lives, amps, <laughs> lives. Some guy was trying to get his attention on that street because he was like, the concert going to be crazy. And he was trying to get his attention, and he obviously didn't know his name, so he just started reading his hat. Which, which says, Loud Amps Save Lives. Because or, that's your name. That's your full name. My name is Amps Lives. <laughs> I didn't know what he was talking about at first. I was like, yep, uh-huh, uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't know he was talking to me, so I just kept on walking. Why would you have known? I don't know. <laughs> I thought he was just talking about amps and stuff. And I was like, okay. Wait, we you gotta... were like, let's go the fun way. Because it. What, he thought it would be funny. I was like, this is, we don't go the fun way again. <laughs> and later on, there were cop cars in front of there. And there were cop cars in front of Crazy John's. Yeah, because Crazy John's was across from the strip clubs and stuff. What was it, the... Uh... Well, the Hustler Club. With the weird architecture that had faces in it. And I was like, yeah, that didn't used to be a... What was the one over by Edison lot? It was like the Penthouse Club or something? I don't know. And then the... It was right near the corner store. There were a bunch of, of, of prostitutes and pimps. And she didn't realize what they were. She just thought they were ladies all dressed up. I that makes me sound like I leave I live and leave it to Beaver Town. I just didn't put two and two together cuz I you know you don't normally see real life pimps and prostitutes. They didn't bother us. They weren't wearing big purple hats either. No. They were just kind of wearing kind of spiffy clothes. And okay, here's what I thought. I thought they were going to the club. I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, yeah. I was like, whatever. I don't care. That's what happened. 
But uh, there was a shooting outside the aquarium too. Oh yeah, yeah. Right outside the aquarium. That was on Friday, like a few hours after we left the aquarium. Yep, seven o'clock. Yeah. And then there was another shooting. Yeah, but uh, Saturday, so we uh, we go get Lauren's shoes and we go to Five Below, and then we get to uh, oh uh, that that's when we're 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 in the hotel room and you're talking about necrophobic i showed lauren the the music video for black mirror and i was talking about how cool sebastian's guitar was and just how i really liked them in general <coughs> and then we go down we go down the elevator we're on the fifth floor and we're going down and then it stops on the fourth floor because someone else needs to get on the, the elevator and she decides to walk off the elevator on the fourth floor because i thought it was the lobby and we're like no 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 get back and this dude that walked in, he was the one that got on the elevator at the fourth floor. He, like, reaches around and grabs the door while He's I'm... laughing at me. While I'm pulling her back in. I wasn't like, dip, 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 dip. I was just like, oh, shit, and I came back well, in. Well, I was trying to get you back in before the door closed. <laughs> nope. And That's my floor. And uh, so she's like, oh, I'm an idiot. And we're looking over at this guy that's got on the elevator and it's like this seven foot tall swedish dude in in boots with long hair and i was like i you don't stare at people first of all especially in the elevator yeah it's just fucking weird and i also didn't want to make eye contact because i just made an ass out of myself and i was out of the corner of my eye i was like there's no fucking there's no way the dude I was just talking about is on the elevator with me, who I learned several necrophobic songs from, because he does those video playthroughs. Mm-hmm. And I've learned some songs. I was like, that's not him. We get off the elevator, and mm. I see that he has his hair in a ponytail, and it is super straight. I was like, that's Sebastian. Yep, from necrophobic. Yep. Yeah, he walks over to a guitar case. And I was like, is that... <clears throat> I, I just remember pointing, and I'm pretty sure the drummer saw me do it because he was sitting over in the lobby. I was like, is that Sebastian from Necrophobic? And then our Uber showed up, and I was like, is that Sebastian from Necrophobic? As we were leaving, and I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I told our friend Kelly later because he's friends with them, and they were hanging out. I was like, I'm pretty sure I just made an ass of myself on the elevator. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to see him again, so could you tell him that the idiot on the elevator... Really likes necrophobic, and he's a great guitarist. And he was like, okay, I told him. And later on, he said that he actually did recognize me. He was like, oh, that's that girl that got off on the wrong floor. He's like, yep, that's me. (laughs) Didn't say anything to you about how I like your guitars or you're a great guitarist and I really like necrophobic. Didn't talk to anybody else in the band. But I guess I made an impression of some sort that I'm an idiot. Uh, blood, blood curse is going on tour with Necrophobic next s- spring. No. <laughs> if anything, it would be Satan. I don't know about ne- people. Be like, maybe not in Europe. I don't know. They're not close-minded people. All right. So after that, we get to the Edison lot a little late, and we missed Enforced. I wanted to see Enforced. <coughs> Cough, but we didn't catch Onslaught. Yeah, we did. I, I just said we did. I said oh, I thought we, you said we didn't. I said we caught Onslaught. Yeah. 
And, uh, they were made some weird speech about them being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and yeah, somebody was given a little trophy, and I was like, are they using their set time for this? The uh, metal, fuck is this? metal Hall of Fame I've never even heard of. Why would you need to care about the Metal Hall of Fame if you were in a metal band? Yeah. It's like, who cares about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Could you just play? Because that'd be great. Good for you guys, I guess. I just want to hear some music. And they didn't play anything off my favorite album. That's our favorite album. Yeah. In Search of Sanity. That was the first one I heard, and then I heard... um, Power uh, From Hell? Yeah. Power From Hell. Wasn't that their album? Metal Forces? What? What? I'm confused. Okay, that one. And I was like, is this the same band? And then it was, and I was like, oh, I like both albums. I guess a lot of people didn't feel the same. <laughs> yeah, including them. And they did that awesome Angel Witch cover. Yeah, and they got uh, Steve Grimmett to sing, or the label did. I mean, <clears throat> I guess it wasn't what they wanted to do, but I really liked that album. And after that, we saw Cancer. I just I did I did a motion to my to the Gory End shirt that I have had for probably like ten years at this point. Yeah. Love that album so much. And I was like, I hope another time I turned to Lauren, I was like, I hope they play into the acid. She was like, I'm sure they will. Right after that they played into the acid, I was like This is the best. This is the best. It was great. I mm-hmm. also really like how none of them dressed like weird dads. They just had on a band shirt and some jeans. Good for you, and they all had long hair. But it sucked that it was the original lineup until, like... The week before that, right? You said... Well, like a month or two before that. (sighs) Sucks. But they were still awesome. Mm -hmm. Everything. Even though the guy had his strap on the wrong side of his flying V, which bugs the crap out of me. And so did... Someone else will get to that later. But it was great, and they played to the gory end, into the acid. Hung, drawn, and quartered. Everybody went here, hung, drawn, and quartered. Death Shall Rise. Mm-hmm. Some stuff off their new album. That still sounded good. It was good stuff. I was so happy. Definitely one of my favorite bands that played there. Yep. And he seemed super happy to be there. Mm-hmm. That was cool. <laughs> like someone... <laughs> uh, after great. cancer uh, was coroner and they were sloppy I was that was a disappointment to me I think that was one of the few or the only disappointments I don't know what the drummer was doing but it wasn't what everybody else was doing I was like what song is this and I heard die bye my hand, and I was like, is that what's going on up there? Yeah, yeah I don't know. And it, was, it, it was the original drummer, wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> it was, whoever it was, he was off. Wait, did I look that up? <coughs> I looked up of some. Oh, no, I, I looked up somebody else. Okay. So, after being disappointed, uh, Autopsy was next. It was supposed to be Trypticon, but uh, they were having, what, trouble with the flight or something? They were going to be there too late, so Autopsy went on in, in their place. And then if uh, if you went there, you know what happened. 
Yeah, just uh, Google MDF autopsy. Pit. Yeah, you'll... Maybe don't do it around your kids. You'll figure it out. Uh, Scott ate ice cream during uh, said <laughs> event. And he said it was really good. Insert picture here. So, <laughs> so while uh, somebody was getting something on their face, Scott was shoving ice cream <laughs> into his face. All kinds of magic was happening. <laughs> but yeah. they they were <laughs> they uh, were great. Yeah, autopsy is great. Yes. Still using the same backdrop for all these years. I feel like my face just stopped working. Wow. What, right now? Yes. Oh. No, I I feel like if I had a gas tank, it would just be like dinging incessantly to get fuel. And then we saw Cavalera. Which was... Them playing Horizon Beneath the Remains. That... Along with King Diamond, was one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. And I could—I saw like Igor's forehead and Manx's forehead, but I sure did fucking hear it. And Lauren was the one who was like, "You need to listen to Sepultura." I was like, "Okay, I'll give it a shot." And I listened to Arise, and I was like. Holy shit. And I just listened to that over and over again. And then I listened to everything else up until KSAD. KSAD is, you know, it, it's decent. But it's nothing like before that. Uh, so they were, they were one. Of, I was obsessed with them when I was a teenager. When was the first time you heard them? When I was a kid because I had a KSAD cassette. So it's the first album you heard. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite album? Beneath the Remains. I'd, I'd say Arise. Yeah. But I think I listened to Beneath the Remains more. And it was, I'm not trying to get all, all deep and shit, but it was special to me because Lauren was the one who told me to listen to Sepultura. And Aaron, the first thing he ever got me was Beneath the Remains on vinyl. And I thought that was like the best thing ever. And I got him possessed seven churches on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom being like, Is it, it's not your birthday. Why did he get that for you? It was like, because he likes me. <laughs> but... <sighs> They played Troops of Doom, too. Mm-hmm. They were going to play Orgasmatron. Yeah. I was bummed out about that, that they didn't get to play that. I was just to overlap somebody else's set. Who fucking cares? Tom G. Warrior wouldn't have cared. No. Uh, it was great. <clears throat> I they, thought I was going to cry. They played a few, or like a minute of Raining Blood for some reason. Yeah. Well, they, they usually do that. Yeah, I know. But I meant like... They could have cut that out and played Orgasmatron. Yeah. But you know what? I will say, as glorious as it was, Max kind of skimped. Yeah. And so did Igor. Like, he... Like, I was waiting for the parts, the fills. Oh, the fills. But when he hit those roto-toms, it was like... (laughs) But he kind of skimped on some stuff. But it was still great. Yeah. It was pa- it was packed. Edison Lot was completely filled. And if you know what Edison Lot looks like, that was a lot of people. That's what Carcass needed. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been packed for 
carcass too i'm sure uh absolutely i'd say that was the biggest crowds that uh, that we both saw were sepultura and carcass mm-hmm. or cavalera i like calling it sepultura because <laughs> they're better than sepultura uh then we saw Trypticon. yeah and they played uh some celtic frost stuff they played i think everybody's one of everybody's favorite songs uh Procreation of the Wicked. I thought that was when they were doing... No, they played that then. Oh, okay. Because everybody was like, huh? Because <laughs> that's what they opened with. Oh. Because I heard... Dun, 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 dun. I was like, oh. Because <sighs> all you had to do from Edison Lot between stages where we were standing was turn. Yeah, pretty Because much. you had a perfect view of the second stage because it was on an incline. And I was like... Or that was the, first, the main stage. Oh, okay. That was that was the best for me because I could <clears throat> actually see. I'm 5'2". It's a hard life. You're 5'3". That's what my license says. Remember we An inch ain't going to make a difference, I'm sure. That's what I'm getting. So, the trip to Con was awesome. Uh, <laughs> and he, uh, he used his, his V? No. Oh, that was... He used his... They played two nights in a row. Yeah. But he was like, I'm too old for this. I need new glasses. It's like, this well, is great. That was, that was the next night, though. Uh, they, were, they were using their uh, Iceman's. Iceman. <laughs> their Iceman. And the bass player, I can't remember what her name is, was using a destroyer. Nadja? No, that's the girl on... What we do in the shadows? Yeah. I I think that was her last name, Mia. That was, no, it was like her last name is like Shadja or something like that. Whatever her name is, she was using like a Rickenbacker. That was the next night. She was using a. It kind of blends together. <laughs> so then we uh, we go over to the Rams Head because we wanted to catch Necrophobic, but we had to sit through Uada. Didn't care for them. No. Uh, it's like hipster black metal from Portland. Sorry if you like them, but... We got in there early, and I guess they were about to go on, and I made awkward eye contact with the drummer who was back there with his practice pad, and he was just like, what the fuck, you trying to take my soul? Sorry I looked at you, bro. But, um, bro, you got J-Dog coming in here. Bra bra. We didn't see J Dog. He's he, I, he, I guarantee you he was over at like I don't think he went. Oh really? Yeah, he said he wasn't sure if he was going or not. Okay. Well I guess we really <clears throat> wouldn't have seen him then. No. So after sitting through uh dude howling for some reason in Uwada. I don't know what was going on. The, the dudes who I were waiting I was waiting for them to leave because they were up against the railing because we were on the second floor. I was like, I do not want anyone to ruin this for me because necrophobic was one of the big reasons I really wanted to go to this festival. Cause I really like necrophobic. And had they they never played in America before? They did. I looked it up. Oh, okay. They played in two thousand ten. Oh. I don't know what maybe Kelly was confused or something. Well no that was going by what they said though. They said it on stage that they it was like their first time there or something. I don't know. Maybe they meant it was their first time at <coughs> Maryland Death Fest. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. 
but I was waiting for the people at the railing to leave because I wanted to actually see on the second floor of Ram's Head. They moved. Because I inserted myself there. And then the one kid moved that was standing there. And then Lauren got to see. And I kind of feel bad. But you know what? I stood that whole time. Because you guys were sitting down. I was like, nope. I need to see. And I thought it was really cool because I got some really good pictures of Anders. Who kept looking up at us. And I was like, well, he can't be looking at us. And he was like, there's like... He was looking at you guys. Because yeah. you're right there and there's like five people. And I was like, oh, cool. Because usually... When you go see somebody, you're like, maybe they were looking over here. It's like, they don't fucking see you. They just kind of vaguely look. But that was cool. And the bassist, who he said also played in Grave, and it was their live bassist, mm. kept looking up at us. It was really cool. And oh, they played Sar Bomba, and everybody went crazy. And I took a video of it, and I put it up on YouTube. It's not the best, but you could hear it. It was awesome. They played Bark at the Moon at the end of Sar Bomba, too. And they played the call. I took a picture of their set list, too. If you want, it might be right here. Uh, Maybe. I took a picture of it, too. I'm pretty sure. Okay. It was awesome. They they played great. And um, they really like IHOP. Yeah. I was, I was looking at them <clears throat> setting up. I was like, <laughs> they ate at IHOP this morning. And they said it was the best food they ever had feel bad for his Swedes and their food. So uh, after Necrophobic, we were going to go back and uh, get some dominoes. I was like, I think I was looking forward to that as much as the bands that day because I fucking love dominoes. But uh, Google lied. And it wasn't open. So we ended up getting like Brother's Pizza or something. Some local thing. Tasted like fucking cafeteria pizza. Yeah, I didn't. Scott liked it. He said it was like Little Caesars. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Your tone. It's all wrong. I like Little Caesars. And I have had New York and New Jersey pizza. It's good. It's acceptable. For, fa- for like fast food pizza, it's good. For six bucks or whatever it is now? Yeah. Hell yeah. So we just ended up getting pizza. And Scott hung out with us in the room, and it was fun. It was just cool to be around friends, because I usually hate everybody. And I really like, obviously, I really like Lauren and Joe. And it's this guy. No. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's always fun going places with you. So then we went to sleep. And then we woke up for Sunday, the last day of the festival. I didn't. I just kept waking up, and I didn't get much sleep. But I was so tired. And uh, we've remembered to bring the water bottle with us to the... To Edison, to Edison Lot. And I'm so glad, because we got there early as hell. Yeah. And as soon as we got there, we saw Sydney Brinegard. Is that he says last name? Sydney, Her buddy and Kurt. We never knew how to say your last name. Oh, we played a few shows with him. There, he's a really cool guy. We talked to him for a while when we watched uh, the opening band together. But as we were watching that opening band, I started dripping sweat. And I was like, this is going to be a long day. Yeah. But I was going to mention everybody we hung out with at the end. <clears throat> with the opening uh, band? What? 
the opening band at Edison Law. Yeah, Sacrilegia. They shouldn't have opened. They were really fucking good. And he showed me that they did a cover of an Armored Angel song, which is awesome, because I love Armored Angel, which is a band that you showed me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'll listen to him. And I was like, holy fuck, this is like one of the best things I ever heard. I love Armored Angel. See, uh, and they're from... Uh, Australia. Uh, no, I was talking about Sacrilegia. Mm. Uh, they're from uh, Ireland. Dublin. The first thing I noticed when we were walking <clears throat> over to the stage, because they had gotten started and then we started walking up, was the Mockingbird mm-hmm. that the singer and guitarist had, which was really cool. Yep. So like a silver mockingbird. That drummer was really good. They all were really good, but that drummer, I was like, he's got to be dying up there because they were in the shade. But my God, that was like the hottest day of the festival. Yeah, it was only like eighty-one, but the like, sun and it was humid. I was like, I, I think my soul left my body and went into the sun to make it more powerful. It was so hot oh that when uh, when they finished. Two other bands played, and we just sat under the overpass because there was an overpass. There, it was. We weren't the under. only ones. Oh yeah, pretty much everybody. <laughs> everybody was, looked dead. We were all just sitting up against the fence or on the the tables they had set up, like the picnic tables, just sipping on the water. And then I got up and got French fries. Well, Saturday you got. Cheese fries, and they screwed you over, and you had to pay for two. Even though I said I want an order of cheese fries, and the girl's like, "Okay," and I got two, and I was like, "Just leave it." So Sunday, you uh, went to the fry thing next to it, and I told you that they were cheese flavored, and you said you wanted cheese fries, in, and they gave you cheese flavored fries, which means that they just put cheese powder flavoring on. You know what happened? They cooked the fries hours ago. They made me wait. They said when they called my number that my fries were ready. I I looked around and there was nobody else. And I was like, okay. Just hand me my shit. They hand me this blasphemous case that held in it. Fries that had been cooked for hours. And then they got cheese flavoring and went, here you go. I ate them because I was hungry. But that was gross. And it was $12. So then we watched Nunslaughter. They were great. And Fucking uh, not love Nunslaughter. And Scott had more ice cream. <laughs> when they were like, who out there is a Christian? And Scott was like, huh? oh, he's not. He is not. It, with the ice cream in his hand, he's like, Boo. and they were like, we hate you. And I was like, eh, I like these guys. These guys are good. Yeah. But they're great. They were really great live. A lot of energy. And it was fucking hot. So it was like, good on you. Would you say they were better than Nocturnus AD? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they played that one song you like. Like a fire? That's what they opened with. The one that has the keyboard that goes woo 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 woo. That one. It was like this keyboardist. It's like, yeah, you will be having a good time up there because you ain't got to do anything. It's yeah. like the, the singer drummer is probably killing himself. You're over there. Woo 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 woo. It's like you're the equivalent of the singer if you just sang. It's like, oh, what you got to do? 
Look at people. Yeah. Yell. What other band? Oh, it was Coroner that had a keyboard player, too. Uh, yeah, but he played the samples and stuff. Yeah. Uh, see, after Nocturnus, we watched... Oh, and I know, I'm not talking about Slasher Dave, either. No, That's I a big part of the band. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not insulting singers, anyway. I'm yeah. talking about... And that's a... He's playing synth. Yes. I mean, that's that's a big part of their music, and he does an awesome job. And he's a great showman. Uh, after Nocturnus AD, we sat down and uh, Blood Incantation played. I didn't care. <clears throat> no, I mean... I don't know what the fuck was going on. I was like, is this a joke? Uh, they're super popular right now for some reason, but... Uh, I like some of their stuff, but it's just like... It's like... They they started playing atmospheric stuff. Yeah. And I thought they had just stopped at one point, and I was like, is the other band going to play? And they were like, their set's not done. And I was like, excuse me? It, was it just, needs to be. Yeah, it was just noise. Not, and, not my thing. And their music, I mean, I like them, but they're... What's the term, like, riff salad, where it's just, like, random it's good, riffs? It's a good description. If that's not a term, it should be. It's just like... How do y'all remember that? Yeah. My question. Maybe they don't. They just play the riffs and just all line up with each other. I know Atheist <clears throat> switches it up, but you remember that, because that they have awesome songs. Yeah. And they just have weird time signatures, I'd say. So, after... After that, we watched Demolish, Demolik, I don't know. Did we watch them? Yeah, we were sitting down watching okay. them. Because like, we could see the uh, the B stage or second stage or whatever. We could see it pretty good from where the, the tables were. Yeah, we could see the drummer. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they, they pronounced it Demolish. But I don't know. They sounded fine. I, I th- there was some stuff I was like, it's fucking good. But then Destruction came on. Another bucket list band. Oh, yeah. I was so happy. And they played Life Without Sense, like, immediately. And that was... Do you remember this stuff? Because I say it, and I'm like, He's, he probably doesn't remember. When we first met, we were talking yeah. about Life Without Sense. And I, <laughs> I told him... That I couldn't tell what he what Shmir was saying when I first heard Life of That Sense, and I thought he was saying, "Horse manure is your world, doctors your friends to keep your dreadful life." But he's saying, "Hospital is your world," yeah. and I used to think he's saying, "Horse manure like shit your life," and I was like, yeah, "It makes sense. Why not?" Life without Zance. <sighs> what a great album! I was really hoping they'd play Cracked Brain because. I know that's controversial because it doesn't have schmear on no, it. But they still play that. Yeah, I wish they did though, because they yeah. didn't. But they played some new stuff. They played um, uh, "Bestial Invasion." Mm-hmm. And they uh, played. Um, I really wanted to hear "Black Mass" or. Um, I'm so tired and sick. Can't think of it. It's off the EP. Sentence of death. Yeah, and they played Mad Butcher. Yeah, that was awesome. They were awesome. <clears throat> and their backdrop was cool, and they were cool. They were using cool instruments. I can't believe we got to see Destruction. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Anything that stands out? Because you're just knocking them out here. I know we're trying to go quick, but, I mean, thoughts? Well, I love Destruction. That was awesome. 
Like I said, it was a bucket list band. That was so cool. And I could actually see because that was on the stage where it had the incline. Yeah. The we A's had our stage. spots there. Mm-hmm. And that's when Lauren and Joe came back and then they left after that. And I was sad. I got sad. But I hope it won't be five years again that we see them. Because they came back to catch destruction. And they headed back to the hotel. And then we saw Immolation. They were awesome. Mm-hmm. Fucking killed it. I really do like Immolation. Um, I just thought it was so funny that the singer had a New York accent. And that sound is coming out of that dude. And he still had his long hair. Kept it all this time, Scott said. I was like, good for, good for you. Because so many dudes are like, well, it's, it just gets in the way. It's like, see women shaving their head? Like, what? Okay. And and by this time, uh, the sun was starting to go down. Thank God. Because I was sunburned all to hell. You were sunburned all to hell. Scott's top of his head was sunburned all to hell. Everybody's Ice cream there. ain't saving it. Everybody there was sunburned all to hell. Oh, man. Well, all the really white people. Yo. <laughs> the, uh, the Mexicans and the other darker people were uh, laughing at us all. I mean, I looked like a, a hot dog, so yeah, I had to come. But uh, yeah, it's uh, emulation with their Brooklyn accents. Or they were awesome, so consistent, very great. Knocked it out of the park. Everything was great. Everybody was really excited. Mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody had any <clears throat> energy, but they were giving it all to the bands. It was great. And then Hellhammer, or, well, Triumph of Death, but yes. it was Hellhammer. That was great. It was just Trypticon. <laughs> you said Tom G was having such a hard time. He's like, oh, this is a young man's game. Too old for this. And everybody's like, no, you're not. He's like, yes, I am. I need new glasses. It's like, get this man new glasses. Somebody go get this man some glasses right now. It was great. He seems like a good guy. He's played, Scott was talking about how he's played on so many things. Somebody asked him why, and he was like, I can't say no. Well, he was talking about the uh, drummer. Oh, I thought yeah. he was talking about Tom G. No. Tom G. Warrior. It's weird because my dad had a, has a friend called Tom G. <laughs> Tom Same Gab- guy. Uh-oh, no, it's Is not. Named Gabriel. Tom Gabriel Warrior. <laughs> uh yeah, do you think he's bald under his hat that he always wears? I want to think he's not. I'm going to think that's a choice. What if it's just hard stop right here? <laughs> Ultra skullet. Just, he just got it like lasered off. Let's get it over with. Wear the beanie. Uh, but they were great. Yeah, so he had uh, Trypticon. He had Triumph of Death. Both nights played very well. Awesome. Everybody. Uh, I hope uh, when they, uh, if they bring back Marilyn Deathfest, uh, he has another side project called Cold Lake, and all they do is play Cold Lake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to hear Cherry Orchards. <laughs> you, you would be that person that was like, does anybody else feel like they wanted to hear uh, Cavalier conspiracy songs? No. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody said that, and I said. Or they said, am I the only one that wanted to hear Cavalera conspiracy songs? And I said, yeah, LOL. 
And then everybody liked his comment. That was on the um <laughs> Maryland Death Fest group yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> I loved how it was like every book can everybody post the pictures they got? And it was like serious picture, serious picture, security guard with the weird facial hair, serious picture. <sighs> Another weird security guard shot, and then I put the Orioles mascot. Yeah, we forgot we met. We met the Oriole, or whatever. that was so funny. The bird monster, the the hamburger. <laughs> the bird. The, what did you call it? The hamburger, the hamburger alien monster. Say, yeah. <laughs> so, yep, you know that mascot scares all the kids. But he was there. I was like, this dude's got to be dying in that costume because it was the last day. It was when we were sitting <coughs> under the. Overpass, and we first saw him, and then we saw him again when we were standing up watching a band. Oh, is this the picture? Yeah, I was okay. looking at him. But he came up to us and shook my hand, and he put his beak on my hand and did a kissy noise and pointed at me. <laughs> it was hilarious. And he was doing it to all the, the women, so it wasn't like I was like, <gasps> how are you going to be mad at a, at a fucking mascot for the doing big that? hamburger alien monster. It was great. It's like, good for you, buddy. You're out here sweating your ass off. He had a waterfall running down his butt crack. Oh, you know he did. <laughs> I liked his big, goofy shoes. Yeah. Hypocrisy. At this point, I was half suffering from heat stroke, exhaustion, thirst, hunger. Because this was when I got the fries. Yeah. And we were sitting in the shade because we could not stand up anymore. And I was like, well, goodbye. Because I was like, this, <laughs> goodbye. Well, and uh, oh, that was so when tired. we saw bass player of Trypticon. Trypticon. Like, she was fucking freaking out, and it was <clears> great. <throat> I took a short video of it, and I put it on my Instagram. My Instagram's private, though, because I don't like random people following me. <laughs> and I wonder why I don't have friends. But, um, I don't actually. I know why. But she was, like, freaking out at hypocrisy. And you could see the drummer, and he was, he was fucking getting it. That was, that was a good view right there. Mm -hmm. And, um, she was freaking out and, like, taking pictures of herself with the band in the background. I was like, this is great. It was a great view, but they were, they were very good, too. I do like hypocrisy. I really do. But, but we I was, were very tired. I remember when Destruction was done, I was like, five more hours until Deicide. Like, I did want to see the bands in between then, but I was... Top bands for me would have been Deicide, Cancer, Atheist, Necrophobic, Sepultura, Cavalera Conspiracy, whatever. No, just Cavalera. Whatever. Oh, yeah, because Cavalera Conspiracies. The crappy yeah. band. And, um, Destruction... Uh, non-slaughter. I really did want to see them. And, um, Skeletal Remains. But I did like them, but not like Bucket List. But Deicide, Necrophobic, Destruction. Probably Atheist, Cavalera. The list just keeps getting longer every time I try and whittle it down. That's how great it was. Carcass. Carcass. <clears throat> Always want to see Carcass. We, we've seen Carcass three times now. Mm-hmm. Every time has been wonderful. Love Carcass. So then we saw Deicide. And the, there was like no intro, no nothing, just the sound effects for the beginning of Legion. And I was like, it's finally starting. 
<sighs> and at this point, like, I I didn't even nod my head. I think I was just dead, but I was so happy. You know, Let uh, me tell what. What? You go ahead. I was gonna say I I was so tired I didn't even notice when they changed backdrops. <laughs> oh the, yeah, because the the thing came down. I was like, I was gonna say, let me tell you something. That drummer did not mess up once. They were amazing, and these were songs they haven't played in a long time. That dude had it down. Like I know he's the original drummer, but still, that was awesome. That was one of the best things I've ever seen. And they played Dead by Dawn. <laughs> it was it was so great. And I remember just being like, Dead by Dawn. Dead by Dawn. Dead by Dawn. Dead by Dawn. I was, I was so fucking tired. I almost fell asleep. As excited as I was, this was one of the main bands I was waiting for. I thought my spine was going to fall out of my ass. My back hurt so bad. And I was wearing my... Heavy ass motorcycle boots, because I was like, we can't have a weapon, but if somebody comes at me, I'm gonna shatter something if I kick them, because they were steel toed and very heavy. It was so awesome, though. They were so great, and I love how in between songs, Glenn Benton was just like, (sighs) he never said like after the first song, he said something about you know we haven't played this. It's yeah. so long. And then that was the only thing he said the rest of the time. And then the, everybody was chanting when they were done, like, DS side. And I was like, maybe they'll play something else. And you're like, he ain't playing anything else. I was like, he's no, probably he... back there sitting down eating meatloaf by now. It was two seconds after they were done. He, Glenn was fucking gone. Yeah, he, he turned around as soon as he got done. Like, he finished singing. He was he very turned... enthusiastic the whole time, though. He turned around. They finish the song. He walks over, turns off his bass amp, and he just—he's out of there. It was so great, though. He did such a great job. He was definitely into it, but he—he just, he just wanted to go eat some meatloaf or something. Yeah, because he was just like between songs. It was great. I loved it. There was some guy with like a glowing jellyfish on a stick in the pit. I was like, what? I did a reel. I put, if you want to see any of the reels or the videos, because I put some for Demolition Hammer, Necrophobic. I did a full Necrophobic song, Sarabamba. I uploaded a, a video. And then I did, um, uh, Deicide. And you can see the dude with the weird jellyfish thing if you go on my Thrash Dance fanzine YouTube channel. Link find it in there. the description below. Hey, I don't. I think I'm gonna change my channel name because I don't do that anymore. And uh, at the end of this video, uh, I was gonna put uh, all of our, all the clips that I got together into one thing. It's gonna be a long ass video. Yep. So uh, after Deicide, we uh, passed out and. I was out. Scott said, because we had to go to Scott's room because Lauren and Joe had to get a different room for the last night. Scott said that when he came in, <laughs> we both just were like, <laughs> and then just went back to sleep. <laughs> and for anybody that's listening, we just looked at him with like glazed over sleeping eyes, 
half sitting up, and he was just like, uh, what's up? And then we just went back to sleep. Well, I did. I, I got up to move a duffel bag that I had. Uh, I sat in the way. But as soon as I moved that, I laid back down and passed out again. And the trip back was better. Yeah, like we said earlier. And uh, it was good to see Sam and Adrian and Brent and Sydney. King of the nighttime world from Ferret. Yep. It's really great to meet him. Wish we got pictures. We got a picture with um, Sam. Yep. Sam is a great guy. He sang a Witchfinder General song with us at Legions of Metal. He didn't even know what we were playing. He was like, if it's Witchfinder General, I know it. And I was like, is this dude serious? He was. Yeah, he got up. Instant friends. Yep. He got up and sang Love on Smack with us. I still got to give him the password to my Audible so he could listen to the rest of Christine. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, because he he said he listened to it because of the podcast. Oh. And then he said they took it off YouTube. And I was like, oh, shit, I'll give you, you listen to it on uh, my Audible. Because everybody needs to know that. Uh, and we saw uh, Chuck and Anton, the guys that run Blood of the Wolf, the festival that we played with. And they're in Aspen. Tombstalker, right? Uh, yeah, they, they were, and uh, they're in, uh, what was their band's name? Rotting Kingdom. Oh, uh, duh. Yeah, Rotting Kingdom. Because they were, okay, so I was right. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool guys. Very nice. Yep. Definitely. But, uh. Monday morning after we woke up, we had uh, another delicious breakfast, and then we, uh, Scott scared a lady talking about having... He's, Scott's band Fornicus, he said, because he plays drums and sings, and I don't know how he does that, but he said um, sometimes he forgets the lyrics and he just starts reading shit in the room, and I said, no pets allowed, and then he said, Budweiser on tap, and then the lady next to him was like... Because we were sitting in like a booth thing and the tables were spread out for the whole booth and there was kids and their parents or some shit sitting next to us and the lady was just like, Oh my God. I wish there was Budweiser on tap. That would be fucking great breakfast. <laughs> and then we went on our 11 hour drive home. Yeah. And I slept for most of that. And we realized that uh, puff corn from Baltimore is awful compared to puff corn from here. Puff like, corn from here is delicious. Like Cheetos puff corn. Yeah, Cheetos puff corn. The kind from Maryland tasted like if you got Dawn dishwashing soap liquid and just sprayed it all over the popcorn and then took off the cheese. It was awful. We still have it in there. We're not going to finish it, probably. I'm trying not to finish the bag we got from here. Trying to save some for him, but I've been so too sick to want to eat it. I might eat the rest of it. <laughs> so, and then we got home. Got back to old Shrimpy. And then we uh, found out we we got COVID. Fun. So, we've, uh, well, I've been having to pop pills to keep the fever off and to keep my body from aching all the hell. And then... You've been all clogged up, and I've been coughing my head off. I thought of that DRI song, all clogged up, dead, 
dead in a ditch, even though he doesn't say all clogged up. But yeah. I thought of that. Man, I haven't listened to Four of a Kind in forever. That something on me? Yeah, you, just, you had a lock of hair and it looked like you had a big sideburn. I do. I'm working <laughs> on them. So but, sideburns are. <coughs> so that was our... Uh, it's our first time at Maryland Death Fest. And hopefully not our last. They said that uh, they're taking a break for now and they're not Which sure... I understand. They're, they're not sure if they're going to come back in 2024 or not, but... Good for them taking a break. This is so much. I don't think, I know a lot of people do realize it, but some people don't. There are so many things that they have to do, and I don't know why they would be, but thank you so much for putting on this festival. Thanks for changing your lives for everybody because it means a lot to everybody. I know it meant a lot to us. I know it was hot, but that wasn't your fault. It was the sun. Turn that thing off. Who fucking needs it? Am I right? Put a big dome over Baltimore. (laughs) We'd all get murdered. <laughs> all right, over the people who like heavy metal. Oh, no. But it was it was just great to see so many people that like the same stuff as us. Look uh, look on the street and see the people with patched vests and studded vests and band shirts and somebody knew his Witchfinder General shirt, Soviet Invasion. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Uh, somebody was wearing a Fornicus shirt. And Scott saw him. <laughs> and um, where else are you going to see everybody with a Dawn of Possession immolation shirt? There's like 20 people. I was like, this is this uh, great. I didn't see anybody with a Sacrifago shirt on. Uh, I did. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, awesome. The yeah. INRI shirt. That was a different owl. I had Laws of Scourge. I was uh, talking about. It wasn't. It was, okay. It was something else. Hmm. But uh, uh, there was a guy that was selling a used copy of our album on CD. That's pretty cool. And they had Aeons of Eclipse, which well, is... I was going to say, uh, they were selling it for more than what we sell our new copies for. So, I mean, uh, we should have autographed it for him so he could get more out of it. If anything, that would devalue it. <laughs> Who fucks Olivia Franks? Who cares? Uh, yeah, but uh, they were selling Scott's old band, Aeons of Eclipse. I think that was his first band. No. Wait. No, it wasn't his first band. It was his first, I guess, serious band. <clears throat> and Obsidian Shrine was who drove us. Yeah. If you want to check them out, they did a cover of Nailing the Holy One by Necrophobic. Yep. So if you don't know Fornicus, check them out. If you don't know Obsidian Shrine, check them out. All right. Yep. So... That's pretty much the whole trip. Uh, since we have COVID, uh, we're going to be out of work for a few days. So uh, we're going to try to do a, at least another video or two. Maybe earlier in the day when I don't feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. I made it. Woo. Oh, we had the party blowers. Damn it. <laughs> Good enough. Right. Well, thanks to Jeremy and Kelly for driving us. It was it was cool to hang out with you guys. We got a picture of all of us together right here. This was after the trip, and and um, Cassie, Scott's girlfriend, took the picture, and she also provided us with our water bottle. So thank you. 
Yes. Kissy. And we provided her with Dragon Ball Z energy drink and candy bars. Yes. Appreciate you. On that note, we will see you in the next video. Which should be soon. Uh, we'll probably be doing another pickup video, so look out for that one. Bye. Bye.